Hey, listeners. Um, this little mini episode snippet is the 10 to 11 conver- ten to eleven minute conversation I had with uh, one of our guests and one of my former students. And, um, you know, we had a conversation before Senior Spilling the Tea just about everything going on um, in this world. And she facilitated this conversation beautifully. Um, you're going to get to listen to it and you're going to get to hear my hesitations, um, me not knowing exactly what to say and her carry herself so beautifully in this conversation. It's, it's pretty remarkable to be a part of something so special. So um, I had to put it out there. Um, so please don't judge me um, for maybe any of the answers I had and whatnot, but um, I'm putting it out there because with everything going on, we all talk about how we need to have dif- difficult conversations with our friends and family members and others. And so I'm putting mine out there. I'm putting this out there for you all to listen to. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to me. But I hope you all enjoy it and grow and learn from it. Thank you. Hey, Neil. Hi, Potter. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You staying safe? Yes, definitely. Especially during these um, hard times right now. So. Yeah, and, and, and you, you are doing all right? Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a lot going on. And, um, you know, I wish you were at school in person and all that mess. But sometimes you got to deal with what, what you got going on. Yeah, definitely taking it one day at a time. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, hey, do you have any questions for me before we get rolling? Um, I mean, not really. Just how are you holding up with quarantine and all of these horrifying events going on and things like that? How are you dealing with everything? I mean, I'm I'm doing, I think I'm doing all right. I mean, the quarantine, I'm fine. I, I get out for my hour run every day. My wife and I will go for a walk. We hang out in the backyard. Everything's good. With the stuff, the other stuff going on, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just taking it one day at a time and, and trying to learn because, you know, obviously I'm not black, so I don't, I'm not going, like, I've never gone through stuff that black adults and black kids have gone through. And so for me, it's like, what can I do to do better as an educator to help this issue? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's good hearing as like, you know, a growing young adult especially a black young adult hearing that you actually are educating yourself especially being that you're an educator that you're educating yourself about the black community and you're educating yourself about these issues it's comforting you know what i mean because there's so many people that aren't educating themselves you know what i mean that that are so stubborn and it's it's very comforting knowing that you actually want to educate yourself that you want to know that you want to stand with like the black community especially in these times so well and i'll be honest i appreciate it and i'll be honest before we get rolling with this it's what hurts me the most is god forbid underneath that knee was one of my students you know like yeah like i I would i would be so irate and and you know I, i don't know what exactly i would do but i would be heartbroken and angry and upset and so you know my my fight for the community is is that reason alone what if it was one of my students and you know that's what i say like this whole this whole week and i mean it's been going on for so long you know what i mean and i have three three brothers three 
black brothers. I have a black father. I have, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. every time this happens, I shed so many tears and um, I can't help but think, yeah, like just as you said, what if that was one of my family members? What if that was my brother? I could not sit and function and fathom that thought of my brother's life being taken away in that manner, you know, like, yeah, I literally, I'm with you. I couldn't, I just couldn't knowing yeah. that um, this is happening around us and that this is literally the world that we're living in right now. I mean, it's literally been going on. It's just that we're seeing it in front of us and we have to face that reality. And it's, it's truly sickening to watch. Like I keep scrolling on Instagram, seeing everything. And I literally have to take a step back because it, it brings tears, you know, it's just really, it's disgusting in, in reality. And, but you know, all we can well, do and, is and, really get through it. And one thing that I'm, I saw this on Twitter and one thing I am thankful for is, you know, thank, thank God we have, we have cell phones and cameras on. Yes. Right. Like you said, this has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, but now that we have phones with cameras on it, more lights being shed on it. So I hope it doesn't take another black male or female to be killed for this to be taken serious. It needs to be taken serious now and there needs to be precautions and there needs to be things put in place and there needs to be something. I don't know if you can ever end racism, of course, but, but if we can do something to, to help it better and help people feel safe and a start, yeah. I mean, just, just so you know, I mean, I, I had friends, you know, most of my friends in college are black. And so, you know, we would go out for a drive and I got pulled by, um, I got pulled over by a cop and I was like, Oh, not a big deal. License registration. I was probably speeding. And they're like, they were freaking out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until that moment growing up when I was in college, when I was in college, that moment was the first moment I was like, the color of my skin means that much different, you know, because a cop yeah. pulling me over. I was, I was cool. I, was, I didn't care. But my three friends in the car were freaking out because they didn't know what could happen. And it's truly terrifying because there's so many kids that that conversation that black parents have to have with their children is Mm -hmm. a conversation that so many white families don't have to have with their children. So many. it's, It's that difference of households. It's that my child might have to get followed around in the store that your child won't it's it's the true difference of privilege and Mm -hmm. it's it's something that a lot of kids that are growing up they don't think they have they don't know it's the conversations that families aren't having it's that different mindset that so many of us aren't brought up with and um i think it's kind of harmful but i'm very thankful that um a lot of children my age now that we're aware and that's what I'm really loving to see. I'm loving that so many of my friends, so many kids at Verina, so many children that I've met that are going to college right now that are around me are aware that they are actually going to protest, that they are acknowledging that we can have a voice, that we can stand up for something, that this is happening and that it's not okay. That, well, I'm white. I, can ha- I have a privilege. I can stand up for somebody. Well, I'm black. And I stand with you. I thank you for doing this with me. I, I'm Asian. I have a voice too. Well, I'm this color. I'm purple. I'm blue. I can do whatever I can to stand with this person. 
And it's so touching to me because who knows? There are so many other people out there that don't care. And it, it makes me very happy to know that children my age actually know that they can do something now instead of waiting yeah. until they're 50, 60. And they're like, hmm, well, maybe I can just do something. Now. They're going out and they're registering to vote. So many kids a long time ago, they didn't even register to vote. They didn't vote last year. And now we're registering to vote. We're realizing that we have a voice in this country to do something. So I think that we're the generation that are actually realizing that we have something that can actually make a difference. I'm with you 100 percent. And that's it's huge. And, you know, your generation can hopefully be the one to not only, you know, conquer this COVID mess, but to conquer this issue. I mean, case in point, y'all, I want y'all to be able to do it. And I'm standing beside y'all and I'll be a voice. I mean, that's, that's without a doubt. And, you know, one story I think I shared with y'all when I taught you, but, you know, I, when I left the school, I was, I left the middle school in the, in the uh, West mm-hmm. End to come to Bryan. And one mom sent me an email and the email said, how come you're leaving Verina? And I, I mean, leaving, you know, the school. And I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I want to try new things. I want to get out to the East End. I want to see how, what it's like out there, blah, blah, blah. And she sent me the video of the fight that happened in the cafeteria. Yeah. And then underneath it, it said, have you seen this? Are you sure you want to teach those animals? And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. like, whoa. I mean, I didn't respond to the email. I never did. Um, and I kind of wish I did and did something a little more positive coming back at her. But, you know, that's the perception of, of Verina. And we know how good our school is. Definitely. Like, it's not a bunch of animals. There's no animals. It's a racial. Like, it just, it, it caught me off guard. So I've enjoyed being at Verina and learning from you all. Because I think you all have taught me more, way more than I've ever, than, than y'all have taught me more than I think I've taught y'all. Yeah, and I think it's a very, um, it's so many different perceptions that come from outsiders. Because when I, I moved here near the end of my freshman year, and I saw Verona as a huge opportunity for me, I was so excited. And I took this as such a, like, it was my stage. I used it, and I I was so excited. There are so many new things at Verona that helped build me and helped me grow. And I love Verona. Every school has fights. Every school has things that we might not see on the news. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, everything will not be perfect. But Verano was an amazing school. It is an amazing school. It has done amazing things for me. It, has, it, does, it does amazing things. And, I mean, the perceptions from people on the outside, I mean, I can't help how people see the school. That is how it is. Like, it's life. But... I truly don't think that anybody can judge that school if they are there from a negative way. If you don't take advantage of what is truly in front of you when you are at Verina, then of course, if you're not experiencing it to the fullest of the fullest, like then it's not anybody else's fault, but your own, I feel, you know what I mean? I loved Verina because I took advantage of what was at Verina. Yeah. And, and you are a bright, a bright student, you know, for doing that. And, you know, I commend you a bunch. And I appreciate it so much. I truly, 
I appreciate everything that is, was put in front of me and all of the teachers such as yourself that I came across and that helped make me who I am now. And I appreciate the growth and the growth that I'm still, you know, doing now. And I, I really appreciate who I am becoming. So. Well, you are becoming something great. So don't, don't lose that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carter. All right. Well, let, let's roll into this real quick, even though that was a good 10 minute combo. Um, let's roll into the podcast and um, kind of have our chat. So I'm going to do a countdown and then we'll just have a fluid conversation like we've been doing. Okay. And we'll be good to go. All righty. Cool. You ready? Yep. 